Radio MD. RadioMD.com. The world's preeminent talk radio portal. All about your health. And now here's Melanie Cole, MS, host of Staying Well. There's never been a more optimistic time in the world of AIDS research. New breakthroughs over the last several years have brought the scientific community a new understanding of the challenges that must be overcome to get a to get to a cure. And there's growing confidence that with the right investments, these challenges can be overcome. My guest today is Vice President and Director of Research at Amphire, Rowena Johnston. Welcome to the show, Rowena. So tell us about Countdown to a Cure and why is why now and why does Amphire believe that a cure is possible by 2020? Well, we're really excited about the idea of curing HIV and You know, why now? I think there are a number of reasons. We already have at least two cases of people who really seem to have cleared HIV infection, who really do seem to be cured. There's the Berlin patient whom we learned about in 2009 who had a stem cell transplantation that got rid of his HIV at the same time. And then just last year, there was the Mississippi child who was born with HIV, but because of the way she was treated um, very soon after birth, she also appears to have been cured of HIV. And these two people were cured in very different ways. But I think, you know, altogether what that tells us is that a cure for HIV really is possible. And that's actually kind of a revolutionary statement because for a very long time, scientists have been thinking that curing HIV would not be possible just because of the kind of virus that HIV is. But, you know, we've seen these demonstrations of cures for HIV already. There are other patients who are not cured in the, in the sense that people generally think of, but who've been able to stop taking their therapy. This is very rare. They've been able to stop take, taking their therapy, and it seems that they're not suffering any ill consequences. And I think altogether, there's a sense in the scientific community that we actually know what stands between us and a cure. We understand what the scientific barriers are. And so rather than grasping in the dark, wondering why it is that we can't cure HIV. We now know why it is that at the moment we can't cure HIV. So it's really a question just of of answering, of of getting over those barriers now that we know what it is that we need to do. So Rowena, you're a researcher. How does AMFAR define a cure in relation to AIDS? Is, Is this something that, you know, because sometimes with cancer and various things, it's remission, that they don't use the word cure, but you're using that word. How do you define that? Yeah, that's an interesting question because people really do ask themselves, you know, what does a cure mean? For most people, I think a cure means that the HIV would be gone from the person's body. The problem with that is, is how do you prove that the, the HIV is gone? And so we actually have a very straightforward definition of curing HIV. What we take it to mean is that the person who used to be taking antiretroviral therapy now no longer needs to take either antiretroviral therapy or any other kinds of medications to keep the HIV under control. That's one. That they are going to live a long, healthy, normal lifespan is two. And third is that they're not able to transmit HIV to anybody else. Those are the three cornerstones of how we define a cure for HIV. So there's got to be, as you define the word cure, many sort of aspects of that word. Would one cure work? For, I mean, you said those those two patients you mentioned were both different. So are the cures going to be kind of a myriad of different therapies combined together? How are they going to work for the broad population? 
Yeah, that's a super interesting question because... I think I and many other scientists are really rapidly coming to the conclusion that maybe a cure for HIV is not one size fits all because there are many different types of patients. There are people who are born with HIV that's transmitted from their mother, for example, and those people might have a kind of HIV infection that could differ very greatly from an adult who was infected 20 years ago and who didn't know for the first 15 years that he or she was infected. The way that HIV has taken root in those two people's bodies might be very different, and consequently, it might be a very different matter to cure those people. I think all scientists imagine that this, at least at the beginning, is, is going to be a, a complex, complicated, perhaps, type of a treatment where maybe more than one approach is used at the same time. So, for example, it might take a combination of people taking a certain set of pills as well as being vaccinated at the same time, that you would have those two arms of the therapy going at the same time and it, it might take some number of months, for example, until the person reaches what we would call a cure. So, you know, although we know what it is that we need to be able to do, it's certainly something very different from saying that we think it's going to be easy. Um, you know, I think, like I said, I think at the beginning, perhaps the cure is going to be somewhat complex. But then the hope, of course, is that once you've found a cure, then you can work on making it much simpler, much more affordable, much more deliverable to everybody in the world who needs to be cured. Tell us, Rowena, about Countdown to a Cure. We are so excited. This is a new initiative at AMFAR that we uh, just announced in February of this year. Our Countdown to a Cure, we've put ourselves on the clock. We want to find a deliverable cure for everybody in the world by 2020. And that is really, it's a very ambitious call. We're aware of that. But we think that by putting ourselves on the clock and by putting the scientific community on the clock, that we really direct our attention and our resources in the very focused way that, that this work needs to be done. And this is a comprehensive initiative that we've put together. Of course, the, the, the cornerstone of this is our research program, where we're going to be targeting a lot of our resources at funding research teams all around the world who are looking at different aspects of what it is that we need to do to cure HIV. It also, of course, has a fundraising component because we plan to spend $100 million on this by the end of 2020. It's going to take some money. It's going to take some time. It's going to take some very, very smart researchers. But another thing that we have here is what we think is a very innovative research program. So what normally happens is researchers may sit in their labs and come up with ideas and then apply for research funding. We actually kind of do it a little bit the other way. We've identified the four roadblocks to a cure. We believe that we know the four things that need to be answered before we can have a cure for HIV. And with that information in hand, what we can do is that we at AMFAR approach researchers and say, we'd like you to work on this particular problem. We'd like to fund you to answer this question. And you need to work with other teams of researchers because these are complex questions that no one scientist can answer. So we put together teams of researchers. We focus their attention on answering these very discrete questions that need to be answered. And we've piloted this program for the last three years, and we've had stunning success with this program. In fact, it was this program that was able to confirm that the Mississippi child from last year was cured. We think that this is the way forward. This is something that's really very new in the AIDS research field. We're super excited to, to get this underway. Of course, we're already working on this. Um, 
very excited to have anybody support us if they'd like to get on this team. I think it's really amazing that you're putting teams of some of the best researchers in the world together in the way that you go about it, because it really could save millions upon millions of lives, truly. So in just the last minute, please, Rowena, tell the listeners what you really want them to know about Countdown for a Cure and where they can find out more information. Yeah, I think people should know that this is something, like I said, Amphire, we've put ourselves on the clock. We take this very seriously. We do believe that it can be done, but we need people's help to get this done. Research does cost money. We have this comprehensive fundraising campaign. If people are able to support us and really want to be on this team, you know, let's take part in this initiative. But we're going to eradicate HIV in our lifetimes. And, in fact, we think we're going to find a cure for HIV by 2020. So if people would like to be part of this really optimistic drive to end HIV, I would urge people to find out more about us. They can go to our website at www.amfar.org. There'll be an opportunity there to donate money to this initiative if that's what people would like to do. Of course, we really hope they would like to do that. There's a lot of research to be done. We have a lot of research teams out there all around the world waiting to get support from us so that they can answer these questions and we can cure HIV. Turn out our lights and go home. Thank you so much. That's amfar.org. You're listening to Radio MD. Stay well.